From a distance, the life of a priest may seem quiet and contemplative. It's right, I've just excused myself. We <coughs> don't usually go beyond an hour. But on this Thursday morning, the Reverend Vanessa Cato is hopping off an online meeting to rush into an interview. I'll ask Isabel what happens afterwards. And the church is busier. We can do it in the parlor. Okay. Than might be expected, given that there are no services. Just thinking, Brother Wells is going to be coming. Oh, yes, he will. So maybe we'll go down to the old the conference room. And Reverend Cato has much on her mind. We need to look at infection rate numbers to check whether we can go on Sunday. She has led the flock at Episcopal Church of the Good Shepherd in Ogden for more than eight years, moving from her native England to become the church's first female rector or lead priest. Her career as a woman of the cloth has been full of firsts. When she first felt the stirrings of a priestly call at age 16, girls couldn't be priests. So she became a teacher until that call came again. She left teaching and studied to become a lay deacon one of the few positions women were allowed to hold in the Church of England at the time. And then things changed and I was able to go forward and um, I was um, accepted to train for the ordained ministry. After graduation, the newly minted Reverend Cato became a curate or assistant priest in an English village. Because of um, the time I was ordained, I was the first woman curate in the parish where I went and then I was the first woman rector in all the parishes that I served in after that. Now Vanessa Cato is facing another first, the closure of churches because of a global pandemic. Three weeks before Easter, a normally busy time in any church, the sanctuary, hallways, and classrooms at Good Shepherd fell silent. Reverend Cato and her assistant priest, Isabel Gonzalez, started recording services in English and Spanish, as well as a children's story every week, posting them on the church's website and Facebook pages. During the week, the priests record morning prayer services, which do not include communion, from their respective chapels, hoping to give parishioners the same view on their computer screens that they would have from inside the church. In spite of the fact that I'm a person with a pretty good imagination. It's still quite hard when I record the services to feel that connection with people. So Reverend Cato started sending letters and calling parishioners to try to keep in touch, trying to recreate the sense of community that naturally happens when everyone gathers in the same space on Sunday mornings. But she knows she's missing some. She's not getting the tidbits of information that she normally picks up as she chats with people about their daily lives. And even not even knowing what's going on with people, I find is really hard. And I know that there are people out there who are not getting spiritual nourishment because they're not tuning in for one reason or another to our services. And that makes me feel that I know, I know I'm wrong to feel it, but I feel I'm failing because I am not being able to reach those people. She sees this epidemic as deepening an illness she noticed before anyone had heard of COVID-19. Loneliness was the big problem before this pandemic came. It was coming up as a big problem in society is loneliness. 
And there are a lot of very lonely people out there at the moment. About a month after the state moved to yellow status, allowing groups of up to 50 to meet, the Ogden Church dipped its toe into the water. A trial service with church leaders was held outside in the yard. Parishioners were asked to bring their own chairs and wear masks. Wafers were brought to people where they sat, at least six feet apart, and wine was not shared. And of course, some people think that we're going over the top, and other people think that we shouldn't be doing this at all. Trying to balance the need of people to be together and balance their safety is a really hard decision to make. Reverend Cato is watching the infection rate closely and is prepared to halt those meetings if the rate goes up. And she sees these drastic changes in her congregation as just the beginning. She thinks this pandemic is not the last event that will threaten the ability of people to gather in large numbers, that the new normal will look nothing like normal. The leadership of the church and the people of the church are going to have to look as to how we are going to be church and do church as we move into the future. The Reverend knows church will never be the same. She has already seen so much change in her lifetime, she looks ahead, ready to adapt and serve her people.